Have you ever wondered why we humans go to such great lengths to find plants that stimulate or calm us? Why is it that we're continually compelled to fiddle with or completely alter our mental experience? Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Jana, also known as Jana. In today's episode, I'm reviewing This Is Your Mind on Plants, written and read by Michael Pollan. Michael Pollan's 2021 book, This Is Your Mind on Plants, features three essays about opium, caffeine, and mescaline, with a COVID-era introduction highlighting Pollan's increasing appreciation for plants during pandemic life. If you're a fan of Pollan's writing like I am, you'll notice that This Is Your Mind on Plants feels familiar. It's a bit like the approach Pollan took in his 2001 book, The Botany of Desire, which links four fundamental human desires, sweetness, beauty, intoxication, and control, with the plants that satisfy them, the apple, the tulip, marijuana, and the potato. In addition to his signature blend of history, science, and participatory journalism as an avid gardener and connoisseur of edible plants, Pollen comes across as more curious than ever to appreciate and understand plants from very different angles and contexts. Framed in part on an essay about cultivating poppies written more than 25 years ago, Pollen deftly contrasts his humble efforts to make illegal poppy tea while mere miles away from his home in Connecticut, the Purdue Corporation patented OxyContin, the infamous precursor to the opioid crisis still playing out today. On a side note, if you want to learn more about that topic, listen to my review of Empire of Pain from June 2021, because that's an illuminating listen too. It's often the negative reviews of a book that intrigue me, since they reveal a disconnect between reader or listener expectations to what the publisher or author has promoted. The criticism here stems from readers expecting this to be less of a memoir than Pollen delivers. Many critics also felt it was short on the science focus for which Pollen has become known. It's true also that this is a largely American-focused examination of drug wars and cultural anxiety about psychoactive substances. Perhaps that's why my favorite part of this book focused on the history of tea and coffee, previously published as a standalone audiobook called Caffeine on Audible. This essay had the broadest scope in terms of global history, human health, and politics. Pollen draws compelling connections from our access to caffeinated drinks throughout history to advances in technology, innovation, and commerce. And although he's not the first to suggest that European enlightenment and colonialism was fueled by the sudden surge in tea and coffee consumption, he makes it a lot of fun to think about. Once Pollen points out the burdens of cultural meaning applied to coffee and tea, for example, it's impossible to ignore the idiosyncrasies staring us in the face. Americans drink coffee while the English have become known as a nation of tea drinkers, and yet elaborate tea rituals don't seem to have a coffee counterpart. We humans apparently have a deep desire to complicate things, Pollen says, to embroider the most basic biological response with the rich colors and textures of culture. He also provokes thoughtful consideration by asking us to consider the logistics of coffee consumption, where tons of beans are transported around the world, 
only to be roasted, ground, and then briefly soaked in hot water before we discard them. And then there's the fact that many of us use caffeine to make up for a sleep deficit that is largely the result of using caffeine. The essay about mescaline was the least interesting to me, probably because it lacks the global context and comparisons that the first two essays illustrate. It's a much more regionally focused piece, noting the legacy of American law enforcement and indigenous practices in the United States and Americas, and here it would have been interesting to compare with other continents and cultures. But to be fair, Pollen wrote this during the COVID epidemic when travel and human interaction was at its most restricted, so I commend him for pushing the boundaries of his exploration under those circumstances. Summing up, this title is a delightful, thought-provoking listen that offers Pollen's style of well-wrought insights applied to three very popular plants. Pollen's narration always holds my attention because he sounds engaged and like he's enjoying himself, and this is just over seven hours of listening. I can't help but think Pollen is becoming an even better writer as his life experience helps inform his relationship to plants and how he explains them to us. It's an accessible listen that makes it easy to pick up while you're on the go, and it's an entertaining take on science journalism. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you have not yet done so, please follow us on Facebook and subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and many others. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.